again. Renee and me, Alicia, and the cat, and the cat laying next to the microphone. Yeah, he's fun, and he's twitching. That's nice. He's trying to get comfortable. Oh, poor baby. He had flea medicine put on him today, so he is rather pissy. Yes. Well, welcome to episode nine. Yay, or at least the commentary of episode nine. Yes. Hopefully you listen to the episode before listening to the commentary. Here's hoping. <laughs> Don't be like one of those cheaters that just listens to the commentary. That includes you, the rest of the cast of Vegas. <laughs> I actually, um, Lexi actually emailed me and was like, I know I was <clears throat> in episodes eight and nine, but can you send me the scripts? Because I like to follow along. <laughs> <laughs> She's apparently a very visual person. Yeah, she wants to the scripts. That's awesome, Lexi. Mm-hmm. We want to keep Lexi in the loop. Yes. Yeah. So this is a very exciting episode because it comes before the episode in which everything happens. Yes. Episode 10 is very exciting, so I hope you guys are looking forward yes, to it. Yes, but you can't just listen to 10. You have to listen to 9. Well, and all the ones subsequently because it would just make absolutely no sense. No sense. But that's only if you're new. If you're a devoted Oative fan, then, 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 well, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Renee is so eloquent, isn't she? Such a brilliant writer. <laughs> I, 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 I write well. I write good. Yeah, I write all good. This is Jeff and Tessa at a classy Asian restaurant. Where they have lazy Susans on the table. Yes. She's such an open person. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, the date episodes were probably one of the easiest things to mix because there's not a whole lot of sound effects. It's just words, music, go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved this. Now, this tangent takes a while, but we kind of wanted to include this just to show how weird. Tessa's family is, and how Tessa kind of became the cynical little bitch that she is. Well, it's not just, it, I mean, it's not just her family. They they play a major part, but it's a lot of things come into it. Um, <laughs> well, not only that, but I mean, her, her family's just nuts, and, and the name thing does kind of help. Yeah. Elizabeth isn't normal. Elizabeth isn't normal. Which is Hungarian, by the way. You were named after Elizabeth Bathory, the blood countess? Now, when I wrote this next part, I didn't know that David Alt spoke French. I was expecting him to email me and go, I hate you. How do you pronounce this? Oh, no. He just sent it back to me, and I was like, damn, you are talented, dude. You know, we were like, could you, like, speak in French some more? Not, not for the actual, like, episode or anything. We just like to listen to you. Because it's pretty. It's pretty. David Alt makes his, makes our hearts go thump thump thump. <laughs> He's a sexy boy. <laughs> He's got a party action. <laughs> no, really, David. Good job, David. Good job. Blue. Blue. 
and we were thinking of what should be Jeffrey's last name. We didn't want to go with anything, you know, stereotypical like Wolfson or something. So Renee was like, what's the most horrible name we could think of? We, just, we, were, we were thinking, and not that Bluth is a bad name. Just the combination, the combination of the of names Jeffrey and Bluth. It just sounds so off. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. It doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you about that later. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> when everybody finds that she's in charge of human resources and personnel, like, you know, when anybody, Jeff is obviously smitten with her, and he even goes, Really? What, you? <laughs> and then Renee is just totally deadpan, I'm a people person. <laughs> it took about three or four takes to get that one right. Yeah. <laughs> we have a serious moment. Serious moment. Tess is sad. We never, we haven't really said yet why she and her parents aren't on unfriendly terms. That may come up later. No, no, tell me about you. I'm fascinated. <laughs> Other people in our lives. We all know a princess. Yeah. We all know a princess. I wouldn't put it past her. She gets whatever she wants. Here we are. Just listening. Sorry. Not much is happening in this episode, in this scene, anyway. To be honest, again, as I said before in the last commentary, the date is the perfect place to put all the backstory and exposition because it's naturally what you would do. It's like life exposition. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why everybody, every couple has a date in the uh, show. Yeah. Well, at least the main three female dates and the, the main three male dates, they have, their dates together are exposition and things. But and we have Jeff's history here. <clears throat> you may notice he's kind of skimming over a few details. Yeah, he, he very cautiously evades certain subjects or doesn't go into great detail about certain things, which he would never let Tessa get away with. <clears throat> As you just witnessed when she was just like, you know, let's not talk about the names of my family. He's like, nope, come on. Come on, come on. And, you know, Tessa... Apparently isn't going to cry. I would cry. <laughs> well, at least she's not crying for now. Because uh, what I'm hoping is that Jeff is doing this so smoothly that she's not really paying attention to that. That was the point. Yeah. Just giving enough to uh, wet the appetite, but not really. 
And if you're paying attention right there, he just mentioned the name of the woman he was involved with in college. And if you have a very good memory, you'll notice that was mentioned once before. We are evil, evil, evil women. We'll, like, reference things that go all the way back to, like, episode one. And you're going to have to, ah, i got to listen to that again. What happened? But, you know, it's better for downloading. Mm. It'll put those download numbers out for Oh, you know, Kristen will remember. She holds the Book of Destiny. Does she? Yes. She remembers everything. Love you, Kristen. We'll make that part for you much bigger <laughs> soon. Promise. Didn't know you, like, had fate in your hand. So, there you have it. Don't kill me. <sighs> she's not going to kill you. No, she'll just, like, tug at the strings and things like that. once you get past the crispy exterior, you're actually really creamy and sweet. Oh, God. <laughs> Tessa is a candy. <laughs> uncomfortable or embarrassed, she gets all brusque again. But I liked that we're making her more comfortable with Jeff. She'll laugh with him. And yeah. I like that she's kind of letting down her defenses. But, you know, when she starts blushing and he calls her out on it, she'll, she'll tell him to shut up. Which is great. Oh, this is the, oh. the Danny and Terry theme music. The after date. The what comes after. <laughs> I was so proud of Jeffrey and Susan. Now, this particular scene, they did not do together. But they were did so well. And Susan even told me that she really liked this episode because she had such a chance to show a lot of range on Terry. Yeah. See, Terry is not always just this ball of weird energy. And we kind of wanted to show that Terry was... She puts up this face of weird and, and uh, you know, kind of spastic, but she, she is strange, but just not that strange. She's also very sweet and very considerate and, and very thoughtful, and she has a lot of wisdom, too, but, you know, she puts up this front, so it's kind of hidden. Oddly enough, of the three, I think she's the one that's the most grounded and and, uh, sane. Mm -hmm. And we put this in here because Sharon's couch is the most uncomfortable thing you've ever seen. She got rid of it. Oh, really? Yeah, finally. Oh, good job. (laughs) (laughs) Originally, Terry had that line, and she was like, this is a serious buzzkill. But Danny wouldn't say the words buzzkill. <laughs> Probably not, no. You're getting naked right this second. You are getting naked right this second. Who among us hasn't had this sort of, this this kind of moment? I mean, not this particular moment, but the whole, you're getting naked now! I'm sure some of them haven't. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, for those of you who haven't, I'm not being disrespectful. But for those of you who have, you know what we're talking about. So, there you go. Who the hell is at the door? I'll be back. Hello. That is Alicia's doorbell, and someone is there while we're recording commentary. And yes, it's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then we have the Jeff and Tessa theme. At first it was it was just they had just gotten out of a movie, but we figured there is a movie readily available to us. Why don't we use it? So we had them go see Philip Carter Grayson's awful movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, just bad. Shock Therapy was the sequel to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, in case you didn't know. Sort of, I mean, in a way. <laughs> I told David Alt to do his best Keanu Reeves. You know what sounds good? Burger. Aww. So cute. Yay. I, you could just imagine them, like, strolling down the strip, holding hands. It was not really off the, I don't, I don't think really on the strip because there would be more people, but, you yeah. know, some, somewhere off the strip and they're holding hands and... Creepy as hell. You can tell by the lack of music. Mm-hmm. And now and then the, the creepy music, music shows up. I'm sorry, I have a flair for the theatrical. The music, I hear a soundtrack in my head when I'm directing. So you will find very few scenes where I don't have background music. When she first started directing, and she found Kevin McLeod's site, she downloaded, she downloaded like a hundred songs in one night. She's like, we've got to do this. I have to have this one and this one and this one. And it's like, oh, how are you going to hear all of these in your head? And you do. It's just. I have a very good memory. Yes, yes, she does. And I'll be directing something going, oh, oh, this song sounds perfect. Of course, you have to, it's like, you know, not everybody is perfect. Cat just ate his finger. <laughs> and the award for best vomiting in an audio show goes to still not me. <laughs> but best vomiting and passing out. That goes to me. I, I like that you faded it out with him. Wake up! Well, it's like, you know, when you're passing out, the, the I figured the voice would fade out and trail off. As your eyes close, and all is dark. Who's this? Oh, God! This is at a club. Oh, jeez. Again, who do you root for in this situation? Really? Just getting the two villains together. Two people, so bad. Who do you root for? I just, yeah. Knowing in my head who wins between these two is just nuts. Renee told me that. Yes. Guinness is not beer. No, it's Guinness. It is entirely different. In Ireland, they look at it as liquid food. (laughs) They do. See, I don't like beer at all, so I don't know these things. Guinness is not beer, it's Guinness. Just remember all of that. 
I love this. Yeah, Ara gave me the most awesome takes of this line. Cool. <laughs> I I can take credit for that line. Yes, I you can. That one was awesome. <laughs> you might want to take a shower rather than just washing your hands in gas station bathroom. Because that's probably what he did. Yeah. <laughs> She calls him a tiny little barracuda. It sounds like she's making fun of his penis. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no wonder he's angry. Now, <laughs> uh, so Michael McCaskill is definitely creepy beyond all reason. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the growl that he does in this scene. He only gave me one take of it, and actually it wasn't what I wanted. So what I ended up doing is taking the growl that he gave in his initial audition and splicing that with the growl that he gave me for this scene. It came out really well. talking to Mia on the phone, who hasn't been in the episode since episode one. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. Yes. Which, Mia and Carlos are coming back in episode 12. Yes. And that they're, they're extremely important later on. Well, we haven't written that yet. So <laughs> well, not yet, but they will be. I swear. I love how she treats absolutely everybody like an employee. Mm-hmm. Like everybody is there to serve her. Well, the she is the queen.